Coach, we're excited. Welcome to town. Um, I assume it's been a, a whirlwind. Uh, if you could walk us through just a little bit, like when you first got the call, like when you saw this job open, did you, you're getting ready for a WNBA season. Did you immediately think, whoa, now there's an interesting job? Or did you just kind of think, oh, that's kind of cool. I'm going to keep my head down and keep preparing for this WNBA season. What was the what was that whole scenario like? Yeah, I mean, certainly, um, obviously, Baylor was the talk of the women's basketball world when it opened. Um, you know, it was it was Baylor being open, Kim Mulkey going to LSU, Nikki Fargus coming to the W. Um, so, you know, the, the basketball world is small. Um, the women's basketball world is probably even smaller. So um, certainly knew of it, certainly didn't anticipate being a part of this uh was pretty much head down at our first preseason game on saturday and an interview with baylor on sunday so you know it, it did happen really quickly it started with a text from you know uh, a friend who said would you be interested in baylor and i said yeah i'd be interested in baylor and uh then it was you know search firm um phone conversation um so it, it happened really really quickly but i i certainly didn't go into it thinking um, I would be sitting here today. I figured I'd be in Washington uh, getting my team ready to play our second preseason game. Yeah, and here you are in Waco, Texas, <laughs> getting ready for a press conference. <clears throat> and I'm sure we'll do it upright. I don't know how many people would get in there, but maybe we'll get the Golden Wave band playing. Um, that, this is going to be fascinating because now you've had five years away from college, WNBA, you launched yourself into it, Connecticut Sun, uh, and, and then followed by head coach of the Atlanta dream. I mean, talk about a whirlwind. How hard do you think it will be Nikki to I'm talking recruiting everything to throw yourself because you were out of that world for a little while. You were in it for a long, long time. What, uh, have you already been hitting the phone lines? Uh, I mean, you've been visiting a lot of people. I've seen a lot of video board messages around <laughs> town for you. Um, what, what is that? What do you think that transition is going to be like for you? It'll be, look, I mean, the, this is, this is an important job and recruiting is a lifeblood of any program in college basketball. Um, what I can tell you is, um, being in the WNBA free agency is recruiting. It, it's, it's compressed, um, but it's intense. And so, you know, relationship building is what I know. It's who I am. It's what I love. Um, I certainly still have connections in college. Um, hiring the right staff will be incredibly important for recruiting. Um, but am I afraid of it? No. I mean, it's where I spent more of my career. I understand it. I respect it. Um, I, I know it's going to be the most important thing. No, I'm not recruiting right now, except my own team, um, because we're not allowed to recruit this week because it's 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 a total dead period uh, this week. So from a timing perspective, that's actually really good because I need to spend um, this time um, recruiting our own players, you know, there's a transfer portal these days and, um, you know, so it, it's important for them to get to know me, to get to figure out who I am and, and where this program is going and how they fit into that. So, you know, that, that's where it starts for us, you know, is recruiting the players that are already on this roster. Nikki Collin, new, uh, coach Baylor women's, uh, Baylor lady bears. I, we'll start right there with your players. Uh, Nikki, what has, uh, what was the reception you received? What were, what were some of the questions they asked? Because you're right, uh, no matter how exciting this is, uh, you know how close they get to certain coaching staffs and certain coaches. And that's a, 
I don't know what I'd call it. I mean, a kind of a traumatic time when you go through a change like this. What did you encounter? I saw some of your comments, but what were the, uh, what, 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 you know, the, the, your players, and you've got one of them, Nalissa, who has probably been picked as the greatest player in college basketball returning. What was, uh, what, what kind of reception did you receive? I thought it was great, really open. I mean, you ask like what questions do they have? I mean, understand these are college athletes. They wanted to know if they were going to be allowed to chew gum during practice, you know, because they've never <laughs> been allowed to chew gum. And, you know, I, I said, yeah, I'm actually okay with you chewing gum. I, I know I'll be chewing gum during practice, so I'm not going to tell you not to. Now keep it in your mouth. You know, I don't want to be cleaned up off the gym floor. But, um, yeah, change is hard. Change is hard for everyone. Change is hard for my family. Change is hard for me. Saying goodbye um, to a team that I, you know, put together in Atlanta is hard. Um, but I just saw this as such an amazing opportunity. Um, and, and it was the people, you know. It, it was Mac and Paul and Javon and Don and, and Kevin and the people that sold Baylor to me, sold who Baylor was, you know, what the department looked like. And so, you know, um, our players, I think, I think they're excited. Um, certainly, you know, for players that, you know, were looking for a fresh start or didn't get the opportunity um, that they maybe thought they should get, you know, the, these opportunities are fresh starts for them. Um, and, and for our, for our veterans and, and by that, you know, our upperclassmen, as I, as I reuse um, WNBA terms, you know, rookies and vets, uh, but, but ultimately, you know, they, they just want to know um, what it's going to look like, what it's going to feel like and, and how they fit in um, to, to my plans and my vision for Baylor. Um, so a really good start yesterday. I mean, it, a lot of it was lighthearted and um, fun. I mean, that, that's who I am. I have incredible joy um, coaching. My players know it. And the W.O. is considered a player's coach. Um, but that doesn't come without discipline and accountability. Um, you know, we're still going to compete the right way. We're going to communicate the right way. We're going to go to class. Um, but I don't want them to, to um, dread coming to the gym. You know, I want them to be excited to come to practice every day. I want them to be excited um, to join their teammates and, and commit to a, a, a mutual goal. So that's the big part, you know, is just is bringing joy um, in, in doing this job. You know, Nikki, um, there are some people that just aren't wired. I always used to hear the term, you want to follow the coach after the legend. Uh, but, but you've taken on this significant, like you say, Baylor women's job and, and Kim obviously made it what it was. What is that like for you when you're making those decisions and thinking about, um, leaving the WNBA for a job like this to have to follow someone who quite honestly sucks up all the airspace and has been probably the greatest coach in Baylor history, um, how do you how do you face that? Because that that is uh, that's not an easy thing to encounter or embrace. But it it, it doesn't seem like you know hearing from you and, and reading about you that kind of thing rattles you. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I'm certainly competitive. I you know I know people talked a lot yesterday. I heard some of the shows people talking about how confident I am. Um, I I love what I do. You know, I, I'm going to work at it. Um, I certainly had conversations with my agent about what that means, what that means to follow a legend, um, what that means to follow someone, you know, with a big personality, um, a big shoe game, a big, you know, all of that, you know, and I, and I think, you know, one of the things we talked about, you know, my agent represents, um, you know, the, the Florida coach who had to follow Billy Donovan, 
you know, and, and it's not an easy thing. You know, it's, it's when people are beloved and um, have had the kind of success and, and there, there are very few coaches in the history of this game that have had the kind of success that Kim had here. Um, so it's not going to be easy. Um, but I love a challenge, you know, I, I, I love a challenge. And um, there were just too many good things about this job, too many great things about this job um, to question, you know, what that looks like or what that's going to feel like, you know, how am I going to do the job? I'm going to do it my way, you know, mm. like this is me, you know, and, and Mac hired me um, because I was authentically me in the interview. And he felt like I was the right person at the right time um, for this university. So, you know, I'm just going to keep, keep kind of doing me. I think his message to me was um, Nikki can coach her tail off is what he, yeah, that's, I think that's way, the way he put it um, so eloquently. Uh, talking to Nikki Collin, Baylor's new uh, coach, coach of the Lady Bears on ESPN Central Texas, Matt Mosley's show with Stephen Simcox. Stephen, uh, go ahead and uh, ask coach a question. Hey, Coach, earlier you talked about the basketball world being small. Um, I was just curious, have you crossed paths with some of the other Big 12 coaches before? And uh, did you and Reagan Peebley coach together at Colorado State for a little while? Yes, so um, actually very close with some of the Big 12 coaches. Reagan and I are good friends, um, did coach together uh, at Colorado State, um, coached against Vic uh, when he was at A&M in the NCAA tournament as Gary's assistant. Um, and then at Mississippi State when we were still at Arkansas. So know Vic really, really well. Um, you know, Bill Fenley will tell you he's, he's one of the only coaches that I turned down twice in the recruiting process. Um, has, was at our wedding. Um, just a really good friend of the family. He was at Toledo. I said no twice to him at Toledo, um, both when I went to Purdue and then when I left Purdue and went to Marquette. So um, a lot of familiarity, um, but those are the coaches that I probably know the best in this league. Coach, what can we expect um, in terms of, I mean, obviously college is a different game than WNBA. We can kind of see what you were doing with Atlanta, but in terms of offense, defense, you saw the men's team just won a national title with, uh, with, with a, you know, a, a man-to-man defense like, like no other. What, what's your approach on, on either side of the ball? I know we only have a couple more minutes here. And it, I feel like this, the scene from Hoosiers where the guy's like, Coach, do you run man-to-man like I'm making suggestions or something? But <laughs> what, uh, what, what is your philosophy on both sides of the ball? Yeah, I mean, obviously um... – you know, our first year in the WNBA, we, we led the league in, in defensive efficiency from start to season, uh, start to finish that season. That will always be a staple for us. Uh, we're going to get after it man to man, but what we will mix it and play some zone. Sometimes in college, it, there's a right time to play zone against the right opponent, and which is really hard to do in the pros with defensive three. So, so we'll mix it, but we will be an aggressive physical pressure man-to-man team for the most part. Offensively, we're going to be a little more pro style in terms of step-ups, drags, uh, lots of ball screens, um, getting players in space. It's all about creating good space. We've got to create good spacing to let our great athletes um, kind of showcase their games. And ultimately, when each player um, has the opportunity to do what they do the best, then the team collectively has a chance to succeed at the highest level. So um, a lot of pieces to fit together still. Um, but I would say, you know, in a short um, time frame, that, that that would be my offense and defensive philosophy in a nutshell. And then uh, coaching staff-wise, I want you to list all your hires now. No, I, I, 
you know, in that all those years you spent with your husband, I mean, that fascinates me. I want to talk about that some other time because I, I, I would, uh, I would, I would think that you know, kind of co-coaching with your husband has to be a fascinating experience. And then you come home and all that kind of thing. But uh, will he be on the staff? I mean, like, how are you putting this? A lot of Baylor people will say, hey, keep Bill Brock. This guy's unbelievable with the players. And obviously he's a legend in his own way in the JUCO ranks and has really been a, a stalwart with Baylor. How are you putting all that together? Or have you had time to address that? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's a work in progress. You know, mm -hmm. it, it is a work in progress. Um, you know, I'm going to surround my myself with the best. Um, I'm going to surround myself with people that, you know, are going to balance my strengths and weaknesses um, that, you know, balance my personality. So, you know, a work in progress. Yes, conversations are starting. Um, and no, Tom will not be on my staff. <laughs> Okay. All right. She's not naming her husband to her staff. That's the breaking news from this session. Hey, listen, we, uh, we really appreciate it. We'll be at the press conference today. Excited for you and uh, cannot wait to, to meet you in person. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Oh.